Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Whether you're the type who loves to bet on sports or maybe you're only playing for the first time, either way, you need a website that gives you access to all your favorite sports and makes it simple, which is why I recommend MyBookie. That's MyBookie.ag. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag and use promo code DRINKINBROS to secure your deposit bonus up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Yeah, baby. Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports Tailgate Legends Show. The Monday recap on Drinking Bros Sports. There was a lot of hockey talk in that chat. Not a lot of hockey talk on the actual podcast. So we thought today we would give the fans what they want. What people pleases. That's what we do. Yes, yeah. that's what we do. And so we're going to talk all things hockey. And for that, we had to bring in an expert because we're not hockey experts. So we've got Jeff from What the Puck Podcast. What's up, guys? Formerly, you were with the uh, Redvolution Rampage, which was kind of like the Carolinas thing. Much respect to you because you said, you know what? This is a little bit too politically correct, a little too corporate franchise-style podcast. You want to branch off and really talk hockey. So you started your own show called What the Puck, Well, and I love it. Well, let's just say it was kind of like having a really bad breakup with a partner. Okay. And like a female partner, and you... Maybe you did something wrong in the bedroom, and you were just politically incorrect in the bed. Okay. And that's kind of like, like what it your, was. Like, your oral game was weak. Or too much oh. anal. Oh, Or I'm not sure. enough oh. anal. Maybe oh. you got caught watching porn. Oh, I was really We've good at the oral there. part. That's what got me in trouble. <laughs> We've all been there. Um, but you branched off to start What the Puck. Um, you've got your own little cult following because you go to all the Hurricane games wearing a kilt. You're, you've, you've, what are you? Like, people know you as... So the last couple of seasons, I uh, created a uh, alter ego called the Kilted Caniac. That's um, it. That's, I'm it. that's what I was looking for. The Over Kilted the, Caniac. <laughs> I would go to the games. Um, I was really well known for getting on the uh, Jumbotron, uh, dancing in my kilt. Um, you ever lift it up? Give them a little show? Give them a little what do you wear under a kilt? You just wear shorts, spanks. If you wear underwear under so, a kilt, it's not a kilt. It's a skirt. Ah, do you want to feel the breeze when it's underneath there or what? How's that go? So I kept it PG-13. I did wear spanks under there just because oh. I did enjoy my seat. Um, and when you're in public like that, every now and then someone is yeah, tempted You don't want to, to be a, a sex offender, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. So, fair enough. Fair especially enough. when you get on the jumbotron and showing off your junk to the whole entire arena plus the boys on the bench, it's... <laughs> I mean, I could have gotten some other fans that way. Dicks but. out for Harambe, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dicks out for well, Harambe. We are live today from Instill Distilling Company, and we are drinking Hurricanes, go figure, because we're just outside of Raleigh, and of course, uh, Raleigh's team is the Carolina Hurricanes. Know what's you- cool about the Carolina Hurricanes, though? The last two seasons, the Bruins have ended their season. That's what's cool about the Carolina Hurricanes, and they're originally from Connecticut, so... There's no, that no. Northeast connection always. No, really I just thought su- I'd throw that in there, you know. No, it really sucks about... Uh, <laughs> Massachusetts, the With Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> well, this show today is brought to you by Killcliff and Killcliff CBD, as well as GhostBed.com. Um, we're excited to be here with you today. We've got some, you know, this is a tailgate show, right? So we're tailgating with you. Um, you actually brought us the sex expert uh, last time she was Susie. in town. Susie. Yes. Um, what was her podcast again? Uh, just, just Press. For play, you got to say it like that too. Play. Very. Central. I was on a drive down to Florida and I listened to it. Got 
moist. Way too horny. <laughs> Way too horny. I had to turn it off. Uh, Noel doesn't like the word moist. Sorry, little nobody does here. though. Like you ruin <laughs> everything is ruined by that word. You, we just lost like six followers because you use that word. <laughs> moist um, like a towelette. <laughs> but today we are talking all things hockey. Yep. I like your podcast because you talk to a lot of people across the pond. Yes. How did that come about? Uh, so I was in the Air Force for 14 years. Um, oh, shit. So you're, you're a veteran as well? Yes. Yep. Oh, this is where you say thank you for my service. Yes. Thank you for my service. You are very welcome. But, <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> I got to say the same thing to Eric, too. So. Yeah. We say it to each other. I say thank you for my service, and you tell me thank you for your service. And I just sit and watch. Because he was in that other branch, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah. So That other one. <laughs> now, when you talk to all these guys across the pond, I love their accents. Um, way cooler than Boston Joe's. Um, and so you met all those guys through the Air Force. Did you play hockey in the Air Force? How did you meet all these athletes across the pond? So it all started when I first moved over to uh, England. Well, got stationed over in England. I reached out to a bunch of uh, Air Force guys that played hockey on base. Um, from there, it just kind of like branched out. They introduced me to a Royal Air Force hockey team. Um, from there, uh, the way that I kind of made my stance is I play goalie. Um, I've kind of taken a hiatus over the last year and a half. Goldberg! <laughs> sorry. That's, no, I, I, I don't have a jail reference. record. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't snore anything. So Is that what Goldberg's uh, up to these days? Uh, yeah, he got real skinny. So he's not yes. in the, uh, the Mighty no, Ducks reunion. No, I think reunion. he was. I no. think he, wa- he wasn't. No. no. Damn it. Oh. I haven't seen it yet. So um, You're missing out because it's on episode seven or eight, I think. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty decent, but it's just the opposite because instead of the being called the Mighty Ducks, they're called the, uh, oh, God. Um, anyway, just watch the show. It's a really great show. Okay. Um, Is there like a copyright thing that can't be called the Mighty Ducks? or No, it's just kind of like the opposite because in the TV series, the Mighty Ducks are actually the, if you've seen the original series, they're now the uh, Knights or the... Or the Eagles. Oh. Uh, their attitude is, like, they're better than everybody else. And so, oh. yeah. A little role reversal. Yeah, so exactly. So I, I got to step in real quick before you, you tell us more about your service. But a hockey goalie, it's almost like being a catcher in baseball except crazier. You almost yes. have to be a certified psychopath to be like, I'm going to play hockey, and guess what? I'm going to be goalie. You got to be <laughs> I- nuts. Well, I ain't exactly sane. <laughs> I mean, with all due respect, though, I mean, it could be the most important position in all of sports. One could maybe argue quarterback in football, but it's goalie, the same thing. right, it's very similar. And, I mean, you're just signing yourself up to look like and act like a turtle and just get slap shots and, and have the, probably the most difficult position in all of sports, oh, arguably, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be crazy to sign up for something like that. <laughs> so... I'm not sure how good the camera is, but there, I got a scar like right about here Battle on my scars. head. Um, about a year and a half ago, I was uh, playing in a game. Thank God it was a lower level game. And my helmet got knocked off during play. I was down on the ice, and when I went to look up, the ref wasn't paying attention, and someone took a shot and dinged right off, off, the, off my dome. Split me wide open. Um, my first reaction was, oh, crap, I'm going to need stitches. And then I'm like, oh, shit, they might have a... Uh, super glue. So the ice or the rink staff came on the ice, came over, looked at it. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna need stitches." I'm like, "No, get the super glue, glue, clean it out." They uh, sprayed it off, wiped it off, and everything. Threw the super glue on it. Uh, about 20 minutes later, I was like, "All right, boys, we still have a game and a half left. Uh, let's get back to playing." And like a true up- hockey yeah. player yeah. would. You know what's um, funny is, um, what do they call that? Like synchronicity? Synchro? That's what it's called, right? 
uh, when your lives are like synced up, like shit just happens. No, that's um, when like you and me get our periods at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, playing rugby, real man sport, <laughs> oh, this weekend we I split yeah, my eyes open and they super glued my eyes. You so fell, if you you fell down the, the stairs, YouTube, says Ashley. You see on the YouTube, I've got the uh, the old super glue, which makes it look like they just packed clay in my face. Um, but yes, so the battle scar. Does it hurt when you get hit? Now, obviously, when you don't have your helmet on, it hurts. Does it hurt when you have all the pads on and you're catching pox? It all depends. I mean, I got a really well-broken-in glove, so a lot of times when I do catch the puck, depending on the shooter, I can feel it. Um, one of the hardest shots I've faced over the last couple of years is the guy was playing uh, or used to play like semi-pro or tr- uh, what would also be recognized in baseball as like triple-A uh, baseball. He took the shot so hard that it hit my jock strap. I mean, I felt it all the way through my jock strap. I thought my nuts were bleeding. It was that hard. It still had enough speed on it to drop on the ice, kind of like how Tuka Rass should have had that save the other day. It just drizzled into the net, and I'm, like, sitting there. I throw my hand down in my pants to make sure nothing's bleeding, so everything's still attached, and everything was, but it took me a good five minutes just to kind of, like, regain myself. Yeah. Um, That's why you're a psycho if you sign up to play goalie, because I would just be worried about my nuts every time I see someone, like, on a breakaway coming my way. It's like, I don't really care if he scores. I just don't want him to hit me right in the jewels. But at the same time, uh, before we get into the games, if you didn't watch the uh, Vegas game the other day, even though they did lose, Marc-Andre Fleury put on a show. I, I can't mean, his, he's still around. How old is he now? He's got to be uh, in his 36, 40s. 36, 37 years really? old. Really? feels like yeah. he's been around forever. Yeah. Um, he's, he just uh, reached a milestone, uh, 15 consecutive postseason mm-hmm. games. Um, Helps really. when you're with the Penguins and said the kid for all those years, too. But, but he's, he's been around for a long time, so... Like you yeah. said, respect to him for yeah. sure, especially in, when you play in that position. But um, the goalie for um, the the Capitals, I, I can't think of his name right now. He's like 50 years old too, though. Um, um, what the fuck is his name? I don't remember his name, but he's an old man. But speaking of goalies, there was an emergency goalie situation last year, right? Was that With uh, David Ayers? David Ayers. Yeah. Dave yeah. Ayers. That's, whatever. He was 42. This yeah. nothing like hockey. Right, there's almost like a romantic thing to hockey, but that's not going to happen like in any pirates, other sport. You know what I mean? Like it's very romanticized. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, very romanticized. Yeah. Uh, I thought a we were talking about Zamboni Pittsburgh driver <laughs> getting pulled off the Zamboni to come and play goalie. That's pretty wild. Like that doesn't Only happen in, in yeah, other sports. That would never happen in baseball. Never happen in football. Definitely not in basketball. <laughs> and I think you were here that night, yeah. actually, which is yep. funny because you've only been here a handful of times. Um, and you guys were actually doing the Red Revolution podcast. That was the one time y'all did it here. Yep. It was sponsored by Instill Distilling Company. You guys were set up. I didn't know anything about hockey. I just remember one of the other hosts on that show, he came running to the uh, bar because the bar's kind of separate from the distillery. And he was like, Dancy, get, get the fuck in here. Uh, I, I'm sorry for saying fuck. And I was like, shut the fuck up. And he was like, come out here and watch this. And I came out and they were explaining it to me. And I got to see it. That was I've never even seen a full hockey game. So a funny story about that. But I was pumped. So that was a miracle. I mean, that was one of the greatest miracles in NHL history. I mean, they're even making a movie really? out of that. I think it's a Lifetime or Disney. A lifetime. Disney or Lifetime. Lifetime. I think, Television for lesbians. Um, if I'm correct, <laughs> I believe it might be Disney. Um but the funny story about that is it was on the same night of the 40th anniversary of the 1980 Winter Olympic uh, Miracle. Oh, the true miracle. Yes, yes. yes. Yep. Yeah, so we'll it was just ironic. Synchronicity. Yeah, 
It was ironic that it happened on that night. Manifest your destiny. Manifest your destiny. Boston Joe's all into that weird Egyptian (laughs) shit, and he's always trying to ask me my zodiac sign and tell me what my mood is based on the moon and stars. I don't give a fuck about your Um, zodiac sign. (laughs) (laughs) Is that why you got all those uh, mood rings on, Joe? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I have the the beaded bracelets. But since we're talking about the miracle on ice, what's your favorite hockey movie? Is that Um, it? No. Oh, what's the uh, one where the figure skater, he, he gets hurt and he has to become a figure skater? Uh, the Cutting Edge, I <laughs> the do believe. The Cutting Edge. Oh, God. My mom, this is my mom's favorite movie. What about Slap Shot? <laughs> we had Slap it on VHS. Actually, my favorite hockey movie, and I'm going to get back to the, 80, or the uh, Miracle on Ice because I have a, f- like, a close relation to that. Um, my, uh, or, what were Sorry, we talking? Sorry, we've got oh, more fans hockey walking movie. into the distillery. Um, Dave Jackson, ladies and gentlemen, the drummer <laughs> from As We All Float. Anyway, proceed. <laughs> so my favorite hockey movie would have to be Youngblood. Um, Can't say I've yeah. seen that one. There's nothing like seeing Rob Lowe's butt. Ooh, Rob Lowe. Is this like and cocaine it, fucking addicted to sex? Now Rob I'm going to have to Probably. Um, I mean, he walks out of the hockey locker room going after the coach's daughter, and he's in nothing but his jockstrap, and his butt cheeks are hanging out. I'm that not is gay. Boston Joe's kind of movie. I'm not gay or anything, but I mean, Rob Lowe's butt and nothing but a jockstrap. I mean, it's... We all it's have quite those, appealing. We Listen, all have those. I am a heterosexual man. Rob Lowe is a very handsome man. Even the, he's got to be like in his fifties. He was on Rogan not too long ago, and he told a pretty cool story about um, Lucille Ball that he went up and had to do some stupid skit for like the, the Academy Awards or something, and he was feeling like shit after like he's a big sellout, and he goes and sits down, and woman grabs his hand and tells him it's going to be all right, you're going to make it, and he looks over and it's Lucille Ball, and she, he said that he was like in his early twenties and that the rest of the show, she just held his hand. He's like, I've never had a moment in Hollywood quite like when Lucille Ball decided to hold my hand throughout the Academy you think Awards. He, uh, you think he took her to bed? Um, I think she was much older than him at, at that time, but the thing is with Lucy, if I were to bed Lucille Ball, would she be in black and white when I'm betting her? Yeah. And like, she, I'm know, in full color, but she's yeah. just black and white, and she's, like, trying to eat chocolates while she's doing it. Yeah, so you, <laughs> you would be in full color. She'd be bla- uh, black and white, and you guys would both be on a ghost bed. Uh, oh, speaking of yeah, ghost bed, would. they have been loyal sponsors with the Drinking Bros for over the past five Veteran years. Move. Everyone raves about them. They have super comfortable mattresses that last forever. 20-year warranty on each mattress made in the good old USA, USA. baby. What team uh, do you play for? That's right, USA. The United States of America. <laughs> uh, you can try no. ghost beds out for 101 <laughs> nights. If you're not satisfied, you can easily return them. Each ghost bed mattress has cooling technology. Uh, cool as Ice, baby, uh, so that you're not hot at night. Literally, the mattresses are amazing. Right now, GhostBed is offer, offering a flash sale. 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and adjustable base. 40% off. 40% off is wild. Fucking, that's huge, how, can, how do you not go out and buy yourself Look, a Look, Ross I mean, Patterson, the godfather himself, just bought his, you know, and he's the owner of this entire Tetherball Academy, uh, just bought a new ghost bed um, for his upstairs uh, bedrooms. Uh, everybody's still getting them. Hot Bob just got one recently. He's got a child on the way. The reason why everybody's getting them is because they're 40% off if you use the promo code Drinking Bros, or it's 30% off of everything. Again, that's ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Um, adjustable base. Best in his class, very low price. You save thousands compared to others. You know, I say it all the time. You know, my wife and I have been big fans of uh, Ross Patterson Revolution, all the shows that are on the Tetherball Network. When we were, when it came time for us to look for a bed, 
it was a no-brainer for us because we've heard so much about ghost beds. So I heard Elkin uh, was conceived on a ghost bed. Is this true? Can you confirm this? No, he was conceived in a bathroom at a wedding. <laughs> um, but we had we gave him his name while laying on a ghost bed. But uh, right now you can buy a mattress, thirty-five dollars a month, zero down, zero percent financing. Ghostbed.com forward slash. Drinking bros. And anyway, sorry about that shameless oh, no plug. Worries. And you know what? I'm going to do another shameless plug for um, the miracle is, you know, if I was able to get one of those beds and find the right woman, I'd have her Brooks on repeat blowing his whistle again, <laughs> oh. again, again, and again, again. <laughs> blue line, red line to red line, lady, yeah. red line yeah. to red line. Yeah. Bend over and take it again. You know, Ben, are you come? Uh, you familiar with Ben? Bend over. <laughs> There's that, that's that cue there, Noel. There's the yeah, he's my next-door nope. neighbor. Swing and a miss. Down he goes. But <laughs> I remember the first time I watched Miracle. I was a little kid. I didn't know anything about it. And the ironic I part, seen it. Oh, Jesus. The ironic <laughs> part about Miracle, how's this for a transition, is there was um, right in the beginning, I think it's one of the first scenes, they're all standing in line um, to go get gas, just like a lot of us were recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, except for me because I know it was all bullshit, and there was people filling up trash bags with gasoline. And I went today, and I went to the, my local Sheets, and there was nobody in line. And it was like it never happened. So all those people who were going wild about the gas shortage were the same people with the toilet paper thing. Get over it. It's all media blowing smoke up your ass, and you were fooled by it. But I was not. I got my gas, didn't worry about it. So anyway, back to me. Wish we could all be as smart so. as Boston Joe. <laughs> Wish we could all be as smart as Boston Joe. Is that like one of the true American inspirational movies, though? You want to run through a brick it's, wall after you watch it. I mean, it's it, like, it's on the same part as Rocky. It is. It, it really is. <laughs> and the funny part is, is it was in 1980. I was born in 1981. And my, uh, my mom worked in Lake Placid during that time. She was actually working at the Hilton. Um, or no, Howard Johnson's. My apologies. Uh, Howard Johnson's. Good old Howard. And, uh. She actually got to babysit uh, for the likes of Peggy Fleming uh, uh, and another couple of uh, figure skaters as well, too, that were in the Olympics. And she was telling me that the day that the USA won the uh, won against Russia, or at the time USSR, hmm. um, she the rink was probably about maybe three and a half, four miles down the road from where she worked, and you could hear the rumble. Mm. from the crowd um my music teacher in uh, elementary school she was one of the uh ones to play the national anthems during uh the olympics um i only grew up an hour and a half north of uh lake placid so i've been to lake placid i've skidded on the ice rinks both the uh 1980 uh miracle ice as well as the 1936 games i think it was that was held there um Nothing gets Americans off quite like beating a bunch of commies, especially at their own game. I mean, they were outmatched. There was a bunch of, like, college dudes from Boston and, like, Michigan. Yeah. Mike Ruzioni and those boys, and, and they're like, I love that um, that scene, her, you know, uh, what's-his-face who's playing her, Brooks, um, talking about they got Chekhov and something off and another off, and so it's all these, like, Russian studs, and they were, it was David versus Goliath in every sense of the word. Oh, yeah. The only little thing that I... It doesn't take away from it. But people forget that wasn't the gold medal game. They had to go beat, was it Switzerland to win um, the gold? Sweden? I, Sweden. Sweden. They played oh, uh, Sweden. Shit, I was hoping it was going to be Iceland. <laughs> that um, was in Mighty Ducks too. So funny story <laughs> about Iceland since we're talking about, uh, since we threw that in there. Quack. Um, <laughs> Quack. Quack's so, back, Jack. 
During the time of when the Mighty Ducks were filming that movie, Iceland didn't really have a hockey team. Um, I was over in Iceland back in 2017, it was, uh, right before I got out of the military. And I was trying to talk with the, one of the locals, and he was like, yeah, we didn't know anything about that back then. Um, hockey's just kind of, like, made its way not too long ago, but... Jeez. Yeah. Is that, like, so, almost, not racist, but they just assumed, like, oh, there's a lot of ice there, and it's a, a bunch of, like, it, Nordic Well, isn't Iceland green and Greenland's yeah. ice? Yeah. yeah uh, well, I, which one did Trump want to buy? Greenland? So he could golf there or some shit? I don't know what the hell he wanted to do with that. But yeah, <laughs> like they said in the Mighty Ducks, Iceland is Iceland, but Greenland is Meanland. Ah. So, yeah. so what are the, what's your favorite Mighty Ducks movie then? Is um, the, the original one the best one? I'm going to have to go with the original. Really? I'm D2 all the way. D2? The second one might oh, be a bit better, those, honestly. When they bring out those, those duck jerseys, they get rid of the Hendrix USA jerseys, I was fired <sighs> up, baby. I don't know. I mean, the original, was it, it was something different. Um, just... I mean, you had all the adult hockey movies, and then you bring in this, like, nonchalant nobodies, and, like... Well, you got Emilio Estevez. I mean, come on. Fresh, fresh off of um, Breakfast Club, doing backflips after you get stoned. Is that not one of the goofiest scenes in all of movie history, though? He, like, but, smokes a joint for the first time. He's like, my dad will kill me. I'm an athlete. And he starts, like, doing backflips, back handsprings through the, the halls of the school. Do you know I've never tried marijuana ever? ever? Yeah, it's because you're a cop, it. you narc. I'm not a cop anymore. I you was were, a though. Cop, but I've just never, never tried it. I grew I up surfing my whole life. I'm we like should do uh, We should do a live show where you try the pot. Yeah, I don't know. I think at this point, I would you love just to kinda, do that show. Right? You Wouldn't that be awesome? With it, you know what I mean? It's you might not even get high your first time. I didn't get high my first time. But well, the I second time I smoked, I don't want to turn out to be like you or Noel. So let's go to let's go to Colorado and do this show. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot it's it's illegal in this state. We'll save it for the Rockies. We'll save it for the Rockies team. Speaking of of Colorado and the Rockies, playoffs. Well, the Rockies. Well, the Rockies are baseball. The Rockies are baseball. I know, but Colorado's got some hockey. Yeah, the Avalanche. The Avalanche. We've got. We're in the playoffs right now. Yeah. Um, how, do just, you, how do you see the Canes? Um, I, you know what? Listen, so, I've never been to a hockey. I mean, I've never watched a full hockey game. We got to go to, to a, a Hurricanes game. Uh, game a couple months ago. That, uh, that was my first shot at actually going to see a full game. We got kicked out in the second quarter because of mask violations. Second quarter. They had a t- second quarter. Second period, period, my friend. Period. The second period, they, they told us that um, we've been warned too many times about the mask, and therefore they threw us out. Texas, though, we were at 78,000 people in Jerry World, not one mask. Well, North Carolina just lifted their mask mandate. They're so, still wearing it at the hockey game. Yeah, I watched it last night. Well, yeah, and well, whatever. That's, that's your own choice. Every single person's wearing one. At this point. No, they're not going to let you in that stadium no. without a mask. No. Then no, what's no. the point of lifting the mask mandate? Well, you got to trust the political science on this one. <laughs> um, everybody's right. kind of doing their own thing. Everybody's got a different agenda out there. Some are not. Some are doing it. It all depends on what state you are. The only science uh, it's all I, just very annoying. The only science yeah. I trust is weird science from the 80s. Oh, that was a great movie. Yes, it was. Great movie. Um, I'd like to I say I trusted alive. Bill Nye until I found out that he's not a real scientist. No, he is not. Not even close. So I trusted Bill Nye until he went full-on Seahawks with Deflategate, with the Patriots, and tried to talk about how Tom Brady's a cheater and all this stuff because he's a big Seahawks fan. So <laughs> Fucking cat calling the kettle black. You're a liar. Yeah. You're not so a Bill fucking Nye, scientist. You <laughs> You're not a scientist, Bill Nye. 
I'm just Bill, kidding. Bill, so Bill. I still love Bill Nye. It Bill sucks, Nye, man. It's like, to be honest with you, it was like finding out that uh, that Santa Claus wasn't real. I was real disappointed. Wait, um, wait, wait. Santa Claus isn't real? The hey. next no, he is. He's t- real. He's or real. Like, hey, or okay. like finding out Dr. Phil isn't a real doctor. No, he, he's <laughs> You got to get real. Stop. Are you serious? Dr. Phil's not a real doctor? No, he's just Oprah's friend. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys for ruining my dreams. I mean, the whole doctor thing is very wishy-washy now, right, Jill Biden? But you know what? Just kidding. I do anyway. like Dr. Phil. My wife, will, <laughs> my wife will attest that I used to, when I was a cop on night shift, I had to wake up before uh, Dr. Phil came on because it was like a ritual. It was like good luck thing. <laughs> if I didn't watch my Dr. Phil before I went to work, it was going to be a bad night. But one thing I didn't like about Dr. Phil was how much makeup he wore. Jeez, man, let it go. Well, Come on, you're getting old. Just let it happen, baby. I, I bet I can one-up you on, on what's worse, because if I Google real quick Dr. Phil's net worth, how much do you think he's worth? Oh, uh, millions. $460 million. Yeah, so he doesn't care. He's like, Eric, you don't like my makeup? It pays you're off fucking... being friends with Oprah. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, gosh. So, so are you telling me that Dr. Hauser and Dr. House and... Dr. J? Dr. J are not doctors? Dr. J is a doctor. Well, Tansy actually met Dr. J in in Dallas. He met Julius Irving in Dallas. That's what he's been telling everyone, at least. Sorry, it was Michael Irving. There Um, you go. Mike got it right. Yep. There's no G at the end. The playmaker himself. Listen, Chuck Liddell goes, you do know who that is, right? And I go, no. And he goes, it's Michael Irving. I go, looks pretty short to be a basketball player. And he goes... Oh, I'm going to fucking beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, he asked what year you were born, and then when he found out that you, you know were what? around Speaking for the Speaking of Cowboys. Chuck Liddell uh, in sports, and since we're tailgating, we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. That Icebreakers podcast with Chuck Liddell, it's fire, man. He is, is such, like, that's Chuck Liddell. Uh, he, he is so unapologetically himself. It's amazing. Like, that guy, he's so genuine. And when he's talking on that microphone, it's the same way as when he talks to you in person. And he's just such a a phenomenal guy. And I've really enjoyed watching over-the-top Adam Ray, stand-up comedian, who is the opposite, the complete antithesis of of Chuck Liddell. It's really funny watching the You know, i got to be honest. I didn't – I feel like – I probably did and do know Adam Ray more than I realized because then I went back and kind of looked him up and I was like, oh, shit, he's like in a bunch of stuff that I've seen that I used to watch. And I'm like, I didn't realize. His stand-up's like, fun, man. I, I do enjoy his stand-up. He does a great job. Yeah, he's been it. around. He's um, pretty successful in his field. Yeah. But do you know Johnny Ray? Is he a hockey Sounds player? like a porn star. <laughs> he's definitely Is a, he a porn, porn star? star. You don't remember that song, Johnny Ray? No, I, I am no. old. Yeah, you are. I'll be forty tomorrow. Uh, so, oh shit! Yeah, look well, at though. Oh, can we sing Happy Birthday on the show? Is that no? Because you look I'll, like Hockey Fabio. Before we close I, out the not show, the first time. <laughs> before we, oh, which we'll speaking of Hockey with, Fabio, with you're song. coming up with another alter ego for the hockey games. What yes. is this new alter ego that you were telling me about? So I have a certain kind of esque to me uh, when I drop. You my definitely hair. have a musk. I don't know about oh, that. Th- that's from my job lifting okay. a garbage bag sure, today. Sure. So. When I take my ponytail out, okay, take it out. If, you, if you're not following us on YouTube, now's the time. Um, so, we don't we don't make money off of YouTube. However, it's fun to watch us on YouTube because you can see what we're talking about, what we're doing. But if you do take the time to switch over from podcast to YouTube, we would ask that you hit that like button, 
Hit that subscribe. Hammer the, to like, hammer the button. like button. And then also drop a comment. And every Friday, and I hope you do that this Friday as well, but on Friday at 8 p.m., we go back and we get on the premiere of our show on YouTube and we get in the live chat and we chat with people. We usually have about 40 people in the chats yeah. and it's a lot of fun. And so they can ask questions. They can make fun of you. They can make fun of us. The Nooners so came out to play listen, last time. If the Nooners did come out, they came Appreciate out strong. Um, and we hope the Nooners come back this Friday. So get ready on um, Friday to answer some of these questions about oh, you being fun. Um, but yes, your hair is down for those who aren't watching. His hair is down. And luscious. And he looks like Jesus. A, a, white, a white Jesus. <laughs> but I've also been told I look like the Jesus off a of family guy. You look like the Jesus <laughs> that I want to and picture Jesus looking like. So I'm going to create a new alter ego called the Dancing Jesus. Oh, the and Jesus Dance. Well, I'm going to find out soon. No, because he had holes in his feet. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but he still turned water into wine. Yeah, that was classy. Did he drink it after? <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't too hurtful. <laughs> but he got holes in his. I mean, we talked about Jesus last show. We asked if he pooped. We asked. Well, if I don't want to go back into. I don't want to go back into the hurtful things that we said about Jesus because I, I don't like think to that's see hurtful. My Jesus's, Jesus already forgave me. I don't want to talk about Jesus pooping. It's like talking about my mother pooping. She doesn't poop. End of story. You compared so your mom you're to you're going with Jesus. the. Um, well, she kind of is. She's a saint. Um, <laughs> unlike your whore mother. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh man, wow. I know your mother now. Mom, I'm going. To, <laughs> mom, just be. I'm going to kill him after this show. This will be the last episode of Tailgate Legends. But don't worry, I'll forgive him for his sins. Yes, and. Jesus already forgave me for murdering Eric Tanzi <laughs> no, you for calling my skin. mom you have to have a thick fucking hua. You're a yeah. fucking hua. <laughs> so you've got this new alter ego hey, coming out. You're both fucking hua. Now it's my time <laughs> yes, to shine. Yes. So, Come on. So Come anyway, on, Jesus, bring us home. Trip <laughs> Tracy, Take the wheel. Trip Tracy always says a famous name or an actor or something like that, even people in history, and he's like, so-and-so, well, they're a huge caniac. So I want to c- create a sign or get one made that says, Dancing Jesus is a huge caniac. Just Are you going to gonna wear sandals? Are you going to wear Jesus sandals? I feel like you have I, to. I'm going to have to look for them online, and my favorite place to go sometimes is www.blank.com. It's not really a website, but, oh, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, Ativas is what I think Jesus would have wore when it comes to sandals. Probably something that would walk on water, you know. Ooh. You know, i got to yes. be honest with you. I see this thing right here. Which for our YouTubers, as you see, is a uh, like it's a, a hair tie. A hair tie. Yeah. Hair tie not and a usually, scratchy. I get a little excited when <laughs> I see the hair tie coming out. I like it when it goes on because that means you're getting Ex- the beach. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And like, I got a little bit of Every movement good- in my trousers, but <laughs> then I realized it's not that type of show. So, <laughs> When a girl puts her hair in a ponytail, that's when you know it's about to. You go know down. it's game yeah. on. I, w- I want to get a little sport though with you in, in the hockey universe, real quick though, because you're the hockey expert here. I dabble. Playoffs. Um, yes. We're talking playoffs. Well, there's different rules for the playoffs in the regular season. Um, when in term, when in terms of overtime and shootouts. Correct. What are your thoughts on overtime versus shootouts? Do you like shootouts? Do you think that takes away from the purity of the game? Shootouts are overplayed. Okay. I think it. So I know they've been uh, looking at it over the last few years. Instead of going shootouts, just continue three on three. They're fun though. Shootouts yeah. are fun. <laughs> and to They're- be fair, I'm not knocking hockey. But it needs help, right? I mean, the ratings it ruined show. Banks, it ruined Banks' life. <laughs> One shootout. Banksy, Banksy. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I think they're fun to watch. It's almost similar to, like, with baseball. Baseball needs help. I love baseball, but it needs help, right? Yeah. The ratings aren't there where they're doing all these different things to extra innings, and people have even flirted with the idea of, why don't you just do a home run derby at the end, which is, I guess, comparable to a shootout, right? Um, so instead of just a shootout, why not trick shots? 
I sense sarcasm in your voice. Well, I, I mean... <laughs> I mean, you can do trick shots during the shootout, no? Yeah, you can, but I mean... So you're, you're a purist, and I'm not knocking you for it. That's fine. Because with baseball, I feel the same way, where it's like, nah, I, just I, keep going. I hey, don't, Joe. Don't Joe, do- are you knocking on heaven's door? Like Bob Dylan? Well, not Guns N' Roses. That's a terrible <laughs> cover. And I hope Noel agrees with me that Guns N' Roses never should have covered that song. It's a terrible cover. Hey, hey, hey. I don't hey. know if you and Noel will ever agree on anything. <laughs> Music. We agree that Jimmy Page is super cool. Yeah, he likes that. He's like, shut the fuck up and do your podcast, you motherfuckers. (laughs) Anyway, shootouts versus overtime. So you'd rather... Remember Jesse said last week, no inside jokes between you and your producer. (laughs) (laughs) Jay, fire, fire, fire. I I just think that the three-on-three overtime is a little more exciting because what they do is they do switch ends for overtime. So it's it's long change. Yeah. It's a lot um, more room on the ice yeah. with three guys. Um, three, so. I say keep it that way. Keep the three on three, but don't switch ends after the uh, overtime ends. Okay. But instead of five minutes, go to three minutes because that way right there, the overtime is a little bit quicker and it's a little more exciting. The shootout, just like, I know I'm probably, probably going to get blasted on this one, but it's like the Winter Classic. Mm. The Winter Classic, I think, has played it played itself out yeah um, it was cool at what, first yeah. now it's like all right and that's why they brought in the stadium series because yeah, yeah they did have that buildup of the winter classic yeah. um tahoe um tahoe was excellent but the thing that went wrong with tahoe is they didn't they did it in such a short time and they didn't make special jerseys for it mm. um they didn't do all that much uh what do you call it commercially for yeah, it. like theatrics to it well yeah. that that leads to my next question so what is, in your opinion, the best, you know, hockey town in America? And if you could do the Winter Classic anywhere that hasn't been done yet, where would you do it? Um, best hockey town. In America. In America. Pittsburgh. Oh, God, no. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Um, don't say Raleigh. Just don't. All right. So I, I know I'm going <laughs> to get shot. magical. Sh- th- this one's going to shoot me in the foot. It's not Detroit. It's one of the original sixes, and I'd have to say Massachusetts. Let's go, baby. I Boston. Hate, I hate the Bruins. <sighs> but say it. But, I mean. We love our hockey there. We there, do. Yeah, there's just something about Boston that just, I, I've, when I was younger as a teenager, I went there a couple times. And, I mean, it's just something, there's something about Boston. Um, there sure is. There's something about the people from that, too, that's special. Yeah, it's. Whores. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you. But there is. I mean, Boston is a hockey town. I actually grew up in a town called Saugus. Shout out to all my Saugus friends out there that had a, a rink, and it was called Hockey Town. It's actually a piece of shit on Route 1. Yeah. But, hey, it's Hockey Town, USA. And there is, I mean, we could play, it's cold enough most of the time, you can play pond hockey. Yep. And we care about our professional sports there. We care about the Bruins there. And... They got the bean pot, and college hockey is huge in Boston. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest college sport in Boston. It's not football or even basketball. It's hockey, yeah. you know, with BU, BC, even Harvard. The, all those teams up there compete, and that bean pot's big. And if I was to bring an outdoor classic anywhere outside of an NHL city, um, I'd probably do somewhere in the Northeast. Yeah, they've um, done like, Fenway, and they've done Gillette Stadium. Fenway's probably a little cooler. When are they going to do that series in Tampa? The outdoor series? <laughs> when it snows in Tampa. Actually, they did do Anaheim versus, uh, who was it, L.A.? Uh, back in... Um, yeah, it was a condensation problem, though, wasn't there? Was there that? was a little bit, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you can't do it everywhere. You can't do it in the Grand Are Canyon. Are the Florida Panthers still a thing? Yeah, yes. they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning, the yeah. defending Stanley Cup champions. Does anybody go to those games? Because I grew up in Florida. No, and, nobody and does. all you saw was Lightning shirt, but nobody wore Panthers. Nobody cares. How, are so, they, how have they been around for so long? Because you got all the bunch of uh, retirees from the north that are down in... Uh, Mm-hmm. And they're going uh, to the game. You don't ever see any swag. Yeah. You don't see any. You don't see any Panthers swag anywhere. You see Lightning swag everywhere. Well, uh, no historically, the, the Lightning have been pretty decent. You know, back in the day with like Vincent LeCavier, they got Stamkos now. Sure, they won the Stanley won the Cup. Cup. I mean, now here's a little bit of history for those that are listening or watching. Even is this is the first time since the existence in 1992 and 1993 of both uh, when the uh, Tampa Bay came in and then a year later when Florida came in. This is the first time it's ever been a battle of Florida. Oh, when they matched up in the playoffs, huh? I mean, it's almost been, what, uh, 10, 20, almost, what, 30 years? And historically, Tampa Bay has been much better than Florida. I can't recall a single time where Florida has been, the Panthers have been, you know, Florida. Florida actually made it to the Stanley Cup Finals before Tampa did. Um, they play. It was Florida versus uh, Colorado uh, Avalanche. Oh, that, uh, that was when the Avalanche were probably stacked, right? Yeah, Sackick, they had Forsberg, Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh. Yep. Those and, teams were like wagons. Uh, one of the longest overtime uh, playoff games was between uh, Van Beesbrook, uh, that's a name to throw back to, and also Patrick Waugh. I believe they went, and it was a shutout too, like an absolute shutout mm. through like five or six overtime periods. I mean, it was only a one-goal uh, win. Yeah, in overtime. a game that and, only hockey yeah. purists could enjoy. It's like you know, football purists who love like Big Ten football. They want a, a six to nothing or an SEC game yep. six to nothing, where it's like you, as a goalie, I'm sure you love those like one to nothing games. Yeah. You just see guys standing yes. on their heads. Which, speaking of standing on their heads, my favorite little run, obviously, <laughs> my opinion's biased, was when Tim Thomas, though, oh yeah, completely out of nowhere, just com- stood on his head and he outdueled um um. Roberto Luongo oh, yeah, of, the, Vancouver. of the Canucks. That was oh. a great series, too. And that was really what, you know, sort of started it for me when it came to the Bruins. Like, I watched, like, Joe Thornton um, and Sergei Samsonov and those guys like that, but they would always lose. They would always make it the second round and lose the Canadians. Yep. That was the first real run that they actually won in my lifetime that I remember, at least. And do you know that that series actually produced one of the greatest epic photos and it had nothing to do with hockey well it kind of did but it didn't was it nathan horton with scooping the ice up nope it was in vancouver when vancouver lost that final game and they basically turned that city upside down <laughs> and there was a silhouette of a man and a woman making out with fire in the background oh that's Shit. badass yeah. that's yeah, badass that it's almost like the, that picture of us from dallas at the canelo fight <clears throat> yes that went up on iconoblast yes. which we'll send to Knowles so joel it up on the and, youtube uh, the guy joel who took the picture it's up on his instagram yep. from iconoblast yep which well, is another fun show on tetherball academy uh, yep and i plan on being on that show sometime in july i've been talking to those guys we're gonna do a led zeppelin episode so jimmy page again getting reference on this show um but when you're talking about you know the canucks right they i'm sure they care about their hockey in vancouver oh they do and i'm sure it must have eating them up to have some fucking Bruins team take away their, their closest shot in a long time because they haven't been back since. Um, the last time they were there before that year was against uh, my childhood team, the New York Rangers. And, oh, my God, I mean, you had, God, that team that was Mark stacked, Messier's too. That Mark Messier's team? Um, yeah, Mark Messier, uh, Mike Richter, Brian Leach. Oh, Brian um, Leach. Brian Leach, I think, played for Matteo, the Bruins. Matteau, Matteau, that, I mean, just, that whole entire team was just epic. And a uh, long time, uh, or their coach that no one really likes to talk about anymore, Mike Keenan. Um, I think uh, Kirk McLean was goalie for uh, 
uh, Vancouver at that time. You had Pavel Bure. Um, God, who else? I want to say Trevor Linden. So you weren't um, a, a good, a big John Tortorella guy when he was with the Rangers. You weren't uh, a big fan of him. I'm not a big Torts fan. I mean, I, <laughs> I like he was he was something else. That was a person. Who, who's your guy now? Who you? I mean, you're a Kaniac now. You're you're a Canes fan, diehard Canes yeah. fan. Who who's your your favorite guy now? Um, as a Kaniac, I I like the underdogs. Um, I like Reimer in that. Um, okay. Nedeljkovic has really stepped up. Uh, he's a he's a in line for a rookie of the year award. Uh, I have a friend that lives over in uh, Czechoslovakia that I recently, or a few months ago, did a podcast with. He actually helped out uh, Marty Natchez become the stud that he is when it comes to shooting. Um, he Marty Natchez, when he was younger, was just a passer. And my buddy helped him uh, with a shot. Uh, the first night that he scored a goal, he actually called up my buddy and told him, hey, I just scored a goal, this and that. And, like, they stay in contact every now and then. Yeah. But it's kind of cool that I kind of have that, like, in between. But because Marty Natchez is where he is and where I am on the totem pole of uh, life, <laughs> it's it, it's kind of a shot in the dark. But Who yeah. is your, you know, for, we got a lot of junkies that, that are on Tringham Bro Sports, a lot of betters. Um, mybookie.com uh, sponsors a lot of the shows on Tetherball. And so lots of people are come to Drinking Bro Sports for betting. Um, not that you're giving professional betting advice right now, but what's your no bullshit? Uh, what, what is your no bullshit assessment? A cold call, if you will, on the playoffs going forward. Who do you got? Who do you want to win? So if we're going to break it down division by division. Let's not, let's not break it down by who your favorites are. Who do you yeah, really bet with think? your head, you not were, your heart. Okay. Yeah, bet with your head, so, not your heart, and then we're going to go with your heart. Then we're going to go with your heart. Well, we know so to come out is. of the north, I'm, I see the Maple Leafs. Um, the Maple Leafs have torn up the north division. Um, out of the eastern division, no, I'm not saying the Bruins. Um I'm either seeing the Capitals or well, we'll see in this series. I mean, as much one, as one. As he's betting with his head, and he's yeah. saying the Capitals. As much as I hate saying it, I could also see the Penguins doing it too. But that yeah. all depends on how Jari plays in net. That's um, right. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my. Well, bets you mentioned how how the goaltender plays, and you mentioned underdogs with hockey. That's one of those sports that you can find the right guy at the right time. Like yeah. when I mentioned Tim Thomas, Tim Thomas isn't a hall of famer, but he played like a hall of famer during that stretch, yep. you know, Bennington with the blues when they beat the Bruins in the, in the cup a couple of years ago played on his head. Well, right? the funny part about that is at the first of the year, the St. Louis blues were in last place and they worked their way all the way up. Mm-hmm. They were like Get hot the, at the right biggest time. underdog and one of their biggest uh, supporters. And I think one of the things that really helped them was, uh, um, I forgot what her name was, but it was the one that had. It wasn't uh, John cancer. Hamm. John no. Hamm was in the stands and he's a big blues fan. I heard he's got a big dick too. He's I got a hog on him. He's got I heard nice John little, Hamm. Is, uh, it's like a hog. thing in Hollywood that they always talk about how how big John Hamm's dick is. You can see it all the time in uh, Mad Men. Apparently, is that something we can Google? Go ahead and Google John Hamm's dick. I dare you. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I've <laughs> met Ron Jeremy in an airport in Alaska. I mean, does Could that you count? see like the outline in his pants? I mean, no, I wasn't looking that. But hard. I'm sure you've seen plenty of videos of. Uh, I've seen oh, orgasmo. Shit. So when you type in John Hamm's dick on the Google webs, it's a series of pictures of him walking with this hog just protruding Bulge. from his yeah. his uh, his khakis. There, oh, holy Good shit! For him. <laughs> this one he's wearing some green pants. Now, let me tell you, I got the full I got the full view. I mean, that's a that's straight dick right there. It's a 
about four inches from the kneecap. I got a roller that's, quarters that long. It's fat. <laughs> it hangs lower than his balls, which is what I'm always looking like looking at in a good dick. Um, anytime the dick hangs lower than the balls, it's you're off to a good start. Well, what's that statue? Oh, of here David, he is wearing right? chubbies. <laughs> Chubs. That's, he, they did a, They did him dirty. He's yeah. got a little oh, there he is in the Under Armour shorts. Speaking of penises, it Jeez. looks like we have food. Fuck coming our uh, well, this way. How's that for be, a transition? This wouldn't be a Hi, tailgate Ashley. if we didn't have tailgating food. My lovely wife, uh, who is a very fine French cook, uh, she has made a Canadian dish called poutine. Poutine, eh? Which is... Um, it came from a dairy farming town in Quebec, Canada, mm. and Screw it's, Quebec. it's basically <laughs> French fries with some gravy, some cheese curds. Mm. Um, Ashley Hope, why don't you come in here real fast? Get on this microphone. Tell us how. Yep, I want you to get on this Hi, microphone. Ashley. Tell us how you made these tail. What makes these tailgate uh, poutine fries? Tell uh, us. Tell well, us all about this. I did it entirely on the grill. I made little foil boats and put frozen french fries in there with a little bit of oil and salt and crisped them up. And then I did cheese curds and mozzarella and then a homemade gravy, which you could just like use a little brown packet and mix it with water. But I started with bacon and used butter and flour because it is a Quebecois <laughs> recipe. Oh, wait. Say that again. What was that word? <laughs> Quebecois. That sounds French. It is. Uh, well, it's Cana- French Canadian. Okay. All right. Is that? Am I good? So you fired up the grill, um, and I watched her do this beforehand. We talked about it. Uh, she's shy. She doesn't like the microphone, so she is. This isn't her first time on to, Drinking Bros. It's though. not. She, she's a she's seasoned not, vet at this she point. Is. Um, by the way, if you're not watching YouTube, now's your time to tune in because my wife was just bent over this microphone. She doesn't normally wear a bra, so who knows what that view was like. Uh, but I was out there while she was on the grill. She made uh, a boat, like she said, a tinfoil boat. She put frozen fries. She did the charcoal on the grill because when you're tailgating, French fries are fun, right? But we're not, com- we're not tailgating with a deep fryer. Exactly. So she bought the frozen French fries. She put them in the boat. She put the boat on the grill. She melted the cheese. She did the bacon on the same grill and a griddle. And now we have a hockey tailgate food that's simple. Yep. Our favorite friends from Conspiracy Cuisine, their quote is, just because it's simple, it doesn't have to suck. Uh, let me taste this thing. What do you think? Bomb. Bomb. You so tailgate for every hockey game, or lots of them. Well, when I did go. Um, oh, shit, that's good. So I'm, a, I'm kind of a poutine snob. Okay. Oh. Growing up along the U.S.-Canadian border between Quebec and also Ontario. Mm-hmm. And I do like these. Um, over in, uh, so, uh, Eric's actually looking at a bunch of the pictures. I, uh, I've, I've gone over to Canada so many times, I've lost count, uh, drank a lot of Labatt Blue. Um, you don't want to go to Canada now, though, I'll tell you that. No, you don't go anywhere. <laughs> and I, I'd have to say, these are bringing me back to home. S- and since this uh, so-called Bruins fan mentioned his hometown, I just want to give a loud shout-out to my uh, friends, family, and who's ever watching back in uh, Messina, New York. Um, it's one of those uh, places where you think you're in Canada, but you're not exactly, but you're feeling like you're in Canada because we're that close. You can toss a rock across the river and cr- cause international relations depending on who you hit. It's how I flirt <laughs> with girls, too, when I was uh, growing up. I tossed the bottle over, and they would toss it back. So, Oh, they put messages in the bottle? No, condoms. <laughs> with their number on it. <laughs> What's a condom? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, it's that thing that floats. Three kids later. <laughs> Man, I love these. It's such a simple tailgate trick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really, all you need is French fries, 
bacon, butter, oil, and tinfoil. So we're not talking about having to pack the cooler down with a whole bunch of ingredients. Um, you serve it with so a plastic good. fork because it is a little bit messy, but really eating this puts me, you know, I was stationed with the Canadians when I was in the military for a little while. And we played, uh, we didn't play hockey. I'm not a hockey player. I don't know shit about it, but they played uh, hockey with your shoes on. They had like a little. Oh, you mean the little plastic sticks in the hallway and just kind of. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. We had, they, they had, um, they had actually built. On ice? A, no, no, no. No, it's a concrete slab. They built. And, I believe uh, that's called lacrosse. Ball no, hockey. No, and they, it was a ball. Yep. Oh, yeah. Field hockey. Okay. Yep. And you had, you <laughs> had the ball, and, and they loved it. And they went and had poutine every time, and we and they they um, they had a little tournament style set up. And you know, I, again, I didn't play; I just watched. I mean, I played a little bit just to try to you were show a my hand at it. A uh, essentially, slot. essentially. And uh, they played. It's not pretty the, enough. They no. played the Czechs. I would actually. The Czechoslovakians minus the Slovaks. So the Czechs. They played the Czechs. Um, they had poutine, and um, for that game, they there was like little poutine trays just like this going around for everybody who was watching it. And it was really funny because the Czechs, uh, you couldn't understand what they were saying, but they obviously took that field hockey very seriously. It was men's no. field hockey, basically, is what you're saying. Now, if you want to really kick it up a little bit with your poutine, it's hard throat. to find ice in Afghanistan. <laughs> Boston Joe, you uncultured fuck. Yeah, it's called dry ice. <laughs> Very dry. Very yeah. dry. Yeah. But if you want to kick it up a little notch, throw some vinegar on your fries uh, for poutine, too. It's, it's more of a Canadian thing as well as what they don't I don't get mad because that's a little British, a little adding a little British to their Canadian fries. Well, Is there no bad blood there? Well, isn't Canada kind of like the uh, stepchild of the UK? Yeah, Just, well, France... No, that's Quebec because oh, okay. yeah, Quebec is all French. Um, the rest of Canada doesn't even like uh, like Quebec, and that is true because I remember being stationed when we were with the Canadians. They used to talk so much shit. And it's funny because Canadian troops hate Canada. Like every single one of them were just like so embarrassed that they're Canadian. I would be too if I was from Canada, especially right now. But let's go back. Let's go back to the sport that was right real quick. Last time I checked. Why isn't there any Canadian football? Like, if we have. There, is. there Canadian is Canadian hunt. football. Doug Flutie well, no, and Warren Moon no, the I, I fucking I understand that. But what I'm saying is, is we have Canadians play in the NHL, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they play in the Stanley Cup and everything else. Why don't we have Canadian teams that play in the NFL? I don't know, but The Rock played in uh, Calgary for the Calgary Stampede. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He, um, did. he played at the U in Miami. I know that um, in college. He's got a really great uh, inspirational video out there called. Uh, I forgot what it was, but every now and then when I go to the gym to work out, you know, because Joe told me to flex. And dude, you uh, are beefy as fuck, dude. Like you yeah. got some cans. Especially when you said you're you. forty, I was like, yeah, forty. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you you're like a fucking rip, Jesus. You're like the Jesus that's like hanging on the walls where it's like he's got jacked, you know, jacked abs and everything. Yeah. If Jesus was from America, well, the only the only thing I got jacked down there is my little uh, what I call my apple pie tin. So, is that like some form of a dad bod or? There's no dad bod here. I'm an uncle bod. We got dad bods. I've got a dad bod. This guy's got a fucking... No, no, no. I have a dad bod. You have a bowling ball. You have dogs. No, no, no. A dog. So since we're talking about hockey, (laughs) we're going to go with a Phil Kessel. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not Phil Esposito. Phil Kessel. He must look good. (laughs) He's like Bobby O now. Is Bobby O the greatest player of all time? Wayne Gretzky. Um, no, no, no. If you're from Boston, there's only one answer, and that's yes. I thought that was Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, if Tom Brady wanted to play hockey, I'm sure or, he could. I mean, Zidane Chara's not too far behind him, even well, though... Well, speaking of Chara... No, I, I really don't... Like, going back to that, I don't think Tom Brady could play hockey. No, he couldn't. He would suck at it. Absolutely suck. But a million years. Uh, speaking of Chara, I was reminded again last night. I was like, oh, shit. That's right. 
Charo's on the fucking Capitals, and he looks old. He looks slow. I mean, he's big, and he can, you know, block some shots and get in the way and apply some hits. But, man, he sh- the, you- his past two years with the Bruins, I was like, man, it's time. Did you also notice that he was wearing an A? On his jersey? Yeah. How does that happen so quickly? You get traded with a C and you I, get an A instantly? I think it was due to an injury. Um, injury oh, really? And they, I mean, the next person in line best suited for that, especially with the playoffs coming up, mm-hmm. I do think Char was that one. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of the story or what's being said, why Char went to Washington is because Boston was trying to build that younger crowd, that mm-hmm. younger generation, Boston and Char just didn't. And Char's contract was up and down. And finally, Charge was just like, you know what? I'll, I'll take the hits. I know his family's still in uh, Mass- or in the Boston area. Mm-hmm. They have a really big uh, following there just because of all the stuff that For he sure. did off the ice. Absolutely. Um, a lot of organizations. And he's really good. Yep. So who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, he was a staple. Um, you know, the Bruins, they went to three cups. They won one. Um, they definitely should have beat the Blues that year. The Blackhawks, when they ran into them, I mean, that was a wagon, that Blackhawks team. Um, but, you know, obviously, like we were talking about before, in 2011, the year I graduated high school to make Tansy feel old. Wow. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Yes, I graduated got, high school in 2011. Oh, my God. Um, 2011, I, I was still in Okinawa, Japan. And they have hockey playing. in Japan? Yes, they do. How's that? Um, Lots of little guys, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, one of my buddies that I made when I was uh, stationed over in England, uh, goalie, he actually, he's a Lafian dude. Funnier than hell, crazier than hell on the ice. You would be more afraid of him watching him play, but he's the, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Um, he played over in uh, Japan. I forgot the name of the town, but they're... They had just won the uh, championship over there, but they play like teams within Japan as well as a few teams over in Russia and Korea. And, uh, yeah, they got professional hockey over there. So other than the NHL, is the KHL the the best, you know, um, level of play compared to the NHL? Um, I'd have to say it's one of the next levels there yeah. because that's where you see a lot of players coming from. But then you also have to Does look Yager at... Does still play in there? Yeah, uh, no, he plays in a Czech league. Does he? He's still yeah, he's fucking still playing. playing. He, Guy's his, like 80. And his team <laughs> just won the championship and, in the Czech league. And he fucks. Confirmed. Yarmir Yager. Fucks. I mean, look at the hair. I, oh, he's a stud. Yeah. You know a little bit about that, don't oh, you? A little bit of less on the top of the head, you know. <laughs> I got lots of less on the top well, of my speaking head. Speaking of hair... I'll go ahead and, and go ahead and go with this. But speaking of hair, killcliff.com. You know uh, who doesn't have hair, though? is Joe Rogan. But Joe Rogan does have his own Kill Cliff. But you know who uh, does drink. have hair? Navy SEALs. And a Navy SEAL is the one who founded Kill Cliff. And they have beautiful hair. Do they all have beautiful hair? Yeah, that's what they're known for. Well, if, if they did, I'm sure they'll tell you about it, right? They See, would. that's the thing. I know these, like, military jokes, but as a civilian, I feel like I'm not supposed to make them. Is that... Do you guys poo-poo me as a civilian making, like, Navy I mean, seal? I feel if somebody... Every is... Navy SEAL would kick my ass. Sure. So I think Eric would agree with this one. So say if uh, me and Eric were out at a bar, and we're making fun of each other's branches and this yeah. and that. Yeah. And then, and then you then came in chime the in. branch. Yeah, the Army that, sucks, yeah, right? Am I right? we would have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But if you were like, I would never say that, though. No, you wouldn't. But if you wanted to say Navy SEALs have ridiculous hair, we would all laugh at that joke. That's a good well, joke. I mean, maybe if I if I drink some Ignite oh. by Kill Cliff, oh. maybe I'll be able to take Ooh. all those Navy SEALs on. But um, killcliff.com, 
live your life full of flavor. And like Tansy said, it was developed by a Navy SEAL. And it gives you the benefits that you need without sacrificing flavor because... Like we both have the little saver flavor, or the flavor saver, I should say. I wish I could grow a beard. Yeah, you can't, just like Ross. Uh, you can overcome any obstacle with Kill Cliff CBD recovery drinks. Their products help you operate at your best. Because you know in life, there are no days off, and quitting is never an option. Uh, this the new Flaming Joe, like I referenced, Joe Rogan, who doesn't have hair, but he's got lots of tattoos, and he's got a lot of cool things to say. A big fan of Joe Rogan. Um, that's their most popular flavor. Um, last time I checked, they were out because it was so popular, but I'm sure at this point, by the time I'm saying it and the people are listening, yep. they're back on it because Kill Cliff is always on their shit. Um, they have their, their CBD products as well as their Ignite products. Um, and some of the cool flavors of the Mango Tango, you got the Orange Crush, and like I said last time, Tom Brady's favorite, the GOAT. Okay. Which might be Wayne Gretzky's favorite or Bobby Orr's, depending on where you're from geographically. But for a limited time only, use promo code DRINKINGBROS. No we're, we're not like Mario Lemieux. He doesn't like go into that category. Yeah, he, he can be considered right. Injuries kind of plagued his career a little bit. Okay. Uh, but use promo code Drinking Bros and you get thirty percent off. Yes, thirty percent off. Killcliff.com promo code Drinking Bros. D R I N K I N B R O S. Up to thirty percent off. Not only the drinks are the great, the Ignite and the CBD products. But they have some cool shirts. Apparel. Apparel. Got some coming in the mail, baby. Oh, yeah. I can't You'll wait to. You'll see me wearing it on the next uh, show. We'll be rocking it. We'll be rocking it. Although, are you sure you're only wearing still? Uh, well, I'm kind of biased when it comes in still. I because guess I so. fucking Well, I'm biased. I'm biased to uh, Kill Cliff because they're my shit. Um, no sugar. 20 calories per can. B vitamins and electrolytes, which is good if you're a little hungover. Am I right? And the, yeah. B, the B vitamins get you a little... Pick me up, too, in case you need that. And it's all naturally flavored. Um, so go to killcliff.com and make sure you use Drinking Bros promo code, okay? Uh, it's offering an exclusive, like I said, 30% offer of the CBD drinks currently in stock and the apparel. So killcliff.com, use promo code Drinking Bros. It's K-I-L-L-C-L-I-F-F.com. Use promo code Drinking Bros and take advantage of that 30% off. You need to try some Killcliff, homie, especially yes. now that you are um, that you are in the business of lifting heavy shit all the time, um, which, like, obviously, that's why you're in that profession, because you're big as fuck. <laughs> but uh, you should, seriously, you should get on board on that Kill Cliff, dude. The CBD, the recovery, if you're fucking sore from, from lifting all day and you're going They're into versatile. the next. You get the uh, ignite, you get pumped. Very versatile. You, and the recovery. Exactly. You know? and, and then after, when you're all done, guy, you want to kind of chill out a little bit, use this, the CBD stuff. I mean, As an older guy who's still playing rugby, you're still playing a little bit of hockey. Yeah. In some of these men's leagues, um, you know, and, and I would say rugby is probably not too far off from that. Yeah. Uh, that recovery, dude, is clutch. Yes. Clutch. Yes. And just Should a couple minutes. Clutch. <laughs> Should be kill clutch. <laughs> and Should just be. a couple minutes ago, you guys were talking about goats, and I'm going to throw it back to hockey. Someone yeah, let's just, go. Uh, right before the end of the season, reached a milestone across the border. And that was Connor McJesus McDavid. Um, oh, my God. That's a lot of mix. <laughs> I know. I mean, he's his, one of his nicknames is McJesus. I mean, he can do he's everything. And he joined the uh, 100 Points Club in 53 games. Oh, shit. There's only been three other players that have done that in such a short amount of time, and especially this season when there's only 56 games being played. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, he joined the, the likes of Yager, Gretzky, 
and uh, Lemieux. Lemieux did it yeah. twice, I believe, in, don't quote me on this, 90... Fact check him. He did it, he did it <laughs> twice. Um, I know he did it twice. I don't know the dates on that. Um, I mean, that's good company to be in. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to all those guys, and Connor McDavid's a great young player, but another great young player is, is Taylor Hall. Let's not talk about him because he's, I, I, I feel That he's, was a big trade, though. That's a big pickup, especially when you have the Bruins who got Tyler Sagan. They drafted Tyler Sagan, and he was a stud in Boston. All the ladies loved him. And then he went to Dallas. Well, do you know the reason why they traded him? Um, they always say, oh, well, he was out partying. And he was fucking this. his masseuse. He, no, he was fucking. No, that's not Ohio State. <laughs> he was fucking Nathan Horton's wife. Yes, I do remember yes. that. I do remember so that. So that caused some friction Dude, within the team. Fucking, that's a major flex there. Yeah, that's uh, like very military-esque of him, right? Yes, yes. Uh, we were talking about that earlier, that military wives. So if we're talking about that, we might as well bring Sean Avery out. into the conversation. Uh, um, for the, dude. For, <laughs> for those that would follow uh, hockey back in the early 2000s, Sean Avery was a goon, and he got traded to, what was it, uh, Vancouver, mm. if I'm correct? I remember him with the Rangers, though. Rangers, and I forgot the Canadian team that he played with. It was either Vancouver or Calgary, but he got into it, and he goes, yeah, uh, you're just jealous because I'm getting your sloppy seconds or something like that, and it just erupted in the hallway. Dude, you know what? Those hockey teams. players, though, um, you know, obviously you have to have fucking a hog to play hockey. Uh, you got to have at least big balls. But my wife and I had a good friend come up from Florida, and she was just out of a long relationship. And I was friends with this guy that she was in a relationship with. Made it weird. But she came out. We went out one night. There happened to be a, a hockey player. Um, and it was funny because I didn't know he was a hockey player, but we all went to a gas station after we went out, and this dude was hanging out with us. He obviously had money because he was buying all of our shit. Do you know how we, we know go, we go into a the hockey o- player, though, real quick? No, listen, this guy he didn't can't say play any other sport except for hockey. It doesn't matter. This guy was dope as shit. He wasn't that tall. We walk into a, um, I think it was a Hess gas station back then. I can't remember. But uh, his cutout, the cardboard cutout, was in there. And I was like, holy shit. That dude looks like you. And he's like, that is me. And I was like, shut the fuck. Holy fuck, that is you. What's his name? uh, I'm not going to say his name just because I don't even know if he was married. I know that she's married now, so I don't want to fucking out that. But she went home with him. Uh, she went home with him, and Puck she was slut. supposed to stay with us for two nights. She ends up staying with him for five days, and she's like, "Guys, come over." We're, like she's on like first name basis with him, Chad, and she's oh, like, "You um, just said it." Sorry, uh, she's like, you know, she's like, "Oh, I'm going to Chad's house," uh, or she's like, "Y'all come over to Chad's house and hang out." We end up going over there, and they're popping bottles of Dom. We literally get fucking shit faced on on Dom on Dom Perion. So um, that was Don. It's Dom Perion. Yeah, yeah. It's on an N. No, 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 no. It's with an M. Can we fact uh, check that? He's right. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I don't, don't tell me. I don't like to hear those words that uh, Tanzas right. Yep, Dom Perion. So confirmed, so, uh, hockey players fuck. Yeah, it's about $184, $200 a bottle, depending on where you grab it. It's not a... But don't ever fucking question the Louis sommelier ever on a, on a uh, <laughs> bottle of wine. Yeah, I should have known uh, better. But anyway, uh, lots of drunkenness, and um, they fuck for five days straight. <laughs> and, uh, and she said, you know, when I asked her at the end, because we finally had to come get her. She didn't even have a car. I would take her to the airport, um, and we, my wife was like, we're taking you to the airport, not this this <laughs> hockey player. Um, she was like, oh, yeah, but we're at the mall right now. I mean, she just went total full fucking... Puck slut. Puck slut. Puck slut. Yeah. She went full puck slut. And so we're driving her back, and I was like, well, listen, I'm sure you've had a great time. We're all not jealous, slash we are. Uh, can he fuck? Does he slash. lay pipe? And she was like, oh, my God, like five times a day. <laughs> so remember... He was in her penalty box. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, remember earlier when you Two guys asked warning. me about why I play goalie? Hmm. 
Do you go these fucking sleigh poon? I tell you what, we got the biggest stick on the ice. <laughs> okay. <All right>. Biggest <laughs> balls for sure. We dick come maybe. out we come <laughs> out with the biggest stuffs. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it now. And it. we don't sit in the penalty box. We play the whole 60 minutes. Have you yes, ever fought yes. as a goalie? Nothing beats <laughs> a turtle fight. I've wanted to. The closest doesn't I, happen often. No, um, I'm a shit talker. Um, <laughs> you no, gotta be. no you come gotta on. Be. Come on. Living. Jesus doesn't shit talk. <laughs> no, he's just too holy. <laughs> oh, did it. That's why Jesus couldn't play goalie. Exactly. Because he had holes in his hands. But one of the closest times is over in, uh, when I was playing in the UK. Um, I used to shit talk against this one team. I mean, I, I had it in for this one guy. We played in their home rink, and I pulled out glove saves left and right. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm pulling more tricks than his mom's pulling. Or I'm making glove saves that just like his mom's pulling tricks. Yeah. I mean, you have and, to. If you glove save someone, you have to be like, did you forget something? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Oh. My famous move after I that? finally thought of it was I'd make a fucking amazing glove save. Yeah. And I'd take it out of the uh, glove, I'd act like I'm autographing it and hand it to the guy. Yes, yes. That's like getting an interception in football and running it back to the quarterback. I mean, like, hey, you left this here. (laughs) Exactly. Um, You mentioned Sean Avery, though. Yeah. He's a dirty player. Oh, he's a great player. And one of the dirtiest plays in all of hockey history is the Todd Bertuzzi thing. Uh, Was it Michael Moore? Matt Moore? Something more was the guy. Macklemore. That's it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, which, by the way, Seattle is where Macklemore's from. Seattle's getting the team. Yes. The Seattle Kraken. Uh, they're has coming to be out next season. Top three best names in all of sports. The Seattle Kraken. That's pretty fucking cool. It's fucking it's right. me. It's they might right. suck. Who knows? But that Todd Bertuzzi play, is that not one of within the top three dirtiest plays in all of sports history? For those of That's... you who don't know, go look it up. Todd Bertuzzi, cheap hit. He came from behind a guy. And a young dude, too. Yeah. He was a young, up-and-coming guy. And just blindside socks him in the side of the head. And I don't know if he got paralyzed partially for well, a while. Or... That was almost like, uh, who was it? Marty Mc... Was it? No, Donald Bershear, when he came across and uh, took his stick and used it as a tomahawk. Yeah. Um, well I mean, on. there's been a lot of dirty plays. Uh, do, you think, um, do you think hockey is, you know, uh, we could all argue that f- football is becoming more of a pussy's sport. Um, is that happening to hockey at all? Um, no, they keep it real, man. I, the I, fighting's still, as long as the fighting's still there. I think right now, like, so when I was growing up, since I'm older than both of you, um, I, I grew up in the goon stage. Um, I love the goon stage. Great uh, movie, too, with uh, uh, Dougie Glatt. Yep, yep. Um, that's actually based off a true story. Um, okay, yeah. those, well, are, both of that, those, yeah. Now you do. Um, well, and you know, you know in, uh, the second part where they're doing the fight league, mm-hmm. um, that's, that actually was... A real thing. Um, a lot of those uh, fighters were actual NHL fighters. There's a few of them in there. And uh, just, I mean, you had the likes of Ty Domi, McSorley, uh, Bobby Probert. Um, God, so, I mean, those are the names that are ringing off my head now. But, I mean, you had so many of them. And it was so exciting because you knew if, or even Marty McSorley, too. Um, Gretzky would not leave Edmonton without McSorley going to um, L.A. with him. I mean, that, that had to be a package deal because he was his guardian. Um, it's kind of like if Boss and Joe travels, I have to go with him because I'm his guardian. I, I can see that. I mean, look how tiny he is. <laughs> be loving him from dusk till dawn. Um, <laughs> Wait a second. But, this got sexual real quick. How did that happen? But when you ask if the, the hockey, hockey is not becoming pussified, whereas it's becoming more finesse. 
Um, You look at the skill level versus back then where you see all the greats. I mean, every great player had someone protecting them. Mm -hmm. So back then, if you hit, say, Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, um, Stevie E.Y., um, what's a couple of other good names? Um, even in the late 60s and 70s and the early days, you always had someone there to protect them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nowadays, it's... An enforcer. Yeah, an enforcer. Nowadays, it's basically you're looking at all these gifted and talented players that are just coming out of nowhere. I mean, uh, Svechnikov. I mean, not this past season, but last season, uh, 19-20 season, he did the Michigan not only once but twice in the NHL, and it's never been done before he did it in the NHL. Um, and now everybody's What's the trying, Michigan? Uh, the Michigan. So basically it's kind of like a lacrosse move. Um, what you do is you take the puck, you kind of like yep. kind of like a flipping pancakes, but you kind of like put pressure on the puck, bring it up, Lift and it. just kind of like wrap it around. The very first person to do it, the reason why they call it the Michigan is because uh, I'm not sure the kid's name, but in a game, Michigan uh, Wolverines versus was, was it Notre, Notre Dame? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember um, the other or team though. I know North Dakota, yeah. one of the two. Um, it's one of the like iconic like sports that yeah. used to play for years after that. He was the first kid to do it mm. during his time, and no one's ever seen it done. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been accomplished over in uh, the KHL and the European leagues, but to see it in the NHL and I was actually at that game when he did it here oh, in uh, Carolina. I mean, just the, it was nuts too. Um, absolutely nuts. Cause yeah. you're just like, Holy hell. He just, wait, what? That's kind of the beauty of hockey though, is like that play that you're talking about takes finesse and skill, but at the same time, it's in the same sentence that you're talking about brutes and forces, yeah. right? I mean, it's, it's almost like art and poetry, the way they're skating around and playing on a different surface than most other sports play on using, you know, skates instead of cleats or sneakers. Yeah. But at the same time, you have playing the same sport dudes who don't even well, it's really friendly know. and violent. Yes. Which is why I like it. I mean, it's why I like rugby. It's friendly and violent. <clears throat> Speaking of friendly and violent, our artist, because um, this will be one of the fewer shows now that we're picking up real corporate sponsors that we'll actually be able to plug in still so much. But our corporate sponsor, uh, not our corporate sponsor, but our artist for Instill Distilling Company that does all the beautiful ladies on our bottles, his name is Bruce Corona, B-R-U-C-E Corona. Like the it's band? a terrible name for the times, but <laughs> the dude is a genius with, with, a, uh, with a pencil, with uh, oil paints, with any kind of art. And if you follow him on Instagram, and we're going to plug this right now, and I'm going to show as i'm speaking right now um we'll be flipping through some of his artwork um from instagram but this guy is a selfless servant served in afghanistan and iraq with the 82nd airborne um and he is our artist and he's just a a fabulous guy uh has had a hard time through the coronavirus obviously not a lot of people were buying art but you know what you know when i when i would talk to him on the phone and ask him how times are going he would say there's a lot more important things that people need to worry about right now and art's just not one of them um, and I don't want to be a part of the problem. I want to be a part of the solution. And so he stopped advertising through Corona. I mean, him and his uh, fiance, Marissa Brass, they're just two selfless servants who genuinely care about human beings. So if you get a chance um, and you want to see some really friendly and violent art, I mean, he's got some great skull pictures, some great military-esque art, um, and as well as just traditional art like you see up front here. But that is Bruce Corona. Sorry about that. Um, you know, Jeff, we appreciate you coming on this show. Again, you have what? the puck podcast what else where can we follow you on the instagrammies the facebook so on instagram twitters well before we get to that uh, i just want to say one last thing um for all of you that we've got two things that we have to get to so take your time (laughs) so 
if you know who Chris Chelios is, and all all hockey fans know who this guy is, go out and look up what he told somebody what hockey is really like. Um, I mean, you have to. I don't know it word for word, but it's along the lines of you have to have the skill of a doctor. You have to have so many different things at the same time, trying to avoid someone hitting you, putting you, the puck in the net. Um, Sounds like skills. being a cop. It, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely look up uh, Chris Chelios' uh, saying about hockey. I mean, it, it's actually really inspirational and explains it the best. Um, but for social media, you can find uh, What the Puck on uh, Instagram at whatthepuck underscore podcast. You can also find us on uh, Twitter at whatthepuckpod1, and I keep on forgetting what my uh, Facebook is. I know I'm horrible. Um, But uh, you can find us on Facebook at WTP Game On Sports Podcast or also uh, looking up uh, What the Puck by Game On, a sports podcast for everyone. So. Awesome. We're at the point of the show. This is Boston Joe's favorite part of the show, so I won't steal his thunder. Go ahead, Boston Joe. We're at the point of the show where we get to the drinking bro of the week. And the or drinking bro. bro or bro up. But apparently Tansy's little rule is that they have to be alive. But it's basically someone who has inspired you whether it, it be, be to like play a hockey. Tansy's little rule thing. It is that because be Ross fucking, and Dan don't play that well, game. Well, that's so fucking stupid. They should. What, oh, what's well, the point tell them, why you tell them that Vendel is tough guy? I'll right in the fucking face. Yeah, right. When say, you see Ross, you're like, oh, my God. But I don't think Ross. I've ever heard somebody say that uh, somebody Patterson. that's dead. Nobody says, like, oh, Jesus Christ. Is no, they don't do they don't say Jesus Christ, but they say, oh, my dad is my Lord and Savior, too. He's dead now. Right. No, nobody says that. <clears throat> Nobody's ever said that. Do you watch or listen to Drinking Bros? I, they do it all the fucking day, time. Every day. And they always say, somebody inspirational, that's alive. You so. can tune into Drinking Bros Sports after where you get a live feed of me and Tansy fighting. He'll probably kick my ass Dude, I would because love to of see experience. A my, I'd love to see a my bookie bet on that Listen, one. what we are going to do, though, just let me preview you it You would have quick. to have a boxer's, what is it, a uh, boxer's miracle to, to take this beast down. I tell you what, I saw Hansi high five him earlier, and uh, Joe just fell to the floor because he was in so Melted. much pain. Listen. Melted. <laughs> Tansy, <laughs> who is your Tansy would probably kick my ass, but let, let me just real quick preview that we will play a one-on-one basketball game, and I'm going to set that up. I'm going to stop posting on the Drinking Bros Sports. I want all the Drinking Bros to bet on who they think is going to win. I'm going to be heavily favored because he's a stiff, and I'll run circles around him, and I want everyone to know that. And then we're going to hype this up, and I want all the Drinking Bros to start placing, bre- placing bets, whether it be with my bookie or not, and get a little traction going, and we're going to hype this up a little bit. And I'm calling you out right now. I'm going to play you to a game of 11. That's fine. At Mingo Creek. Then we Creek. have to box. We have to have a boxing match as well. That's only after you lose and you're all pissed off and you have no other way no, to beat me. No, I just me. think that's like it's fair. Like Because I will run circles around you. I'll jump over you. It's I'll block true. every it's shot. But anyway, now's the point of the show where we 10. get to the drinking bro of the week. Someone who's inspired you, whether it be to do the podcast or to play hockey, who has inspired you the most? That's alive. That's alive? That's alive. Um... <laughs> All right, so I know this is going to sound... Cliché. Oprah Winfrey. No. I was going to say the same thing. Nope. Joel Olstein. Nope. Right there with you. Meghan Markle. Nope. My mom. (laughs) Oh, mom. What's mom's name? Uh, Julie. No, I I want the full name because I'm going to look her up on Facebook and then try to fuck her later. Uh, Oh, she's uh, not on there. I'm just kidding. Kind of, sort of, but not really. (laughs) What's her name again? uh, Julie. Julie. That's a pretty name. Yes. That's a beautiful name. Where's Julie live? Uh, Messina. 
Messina. Yep, Messina, oh, New York. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, and so, and she raised you. She was she is she a hockey fan? Um, so funny story. She can't stand hockey. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. either. I mean, um, how can a mother getting like, up at five in the morning yeah. buying all that yeah. equipment, especially well, as a goalie? And I mean, well, no. Um, actually, I, I never don't know if your son's own. ever going to come home alive. <laughs> I, I I never owned my own goalie equipment. I always told my mom to stay home because every time she showed up, I got injured. Whether <laughs> okay. it was playing hockey or soccer. Um, but I used the league's equipment for the longest time, okay. and then I finally was able to afford my own and go from there. But she, she's mine because, you know, when you're younger, you never look at your parents like, oh, my God, they could be my heroes someday, or mm-hmm. just kind of like instilling things in you. Instilling? But she instilled a work ethic in me without me even realizing it sure. when I was growing up. Um, and that work ethic kind of like folded over to me um i put work before a lot of things because yeah. i know my work ethic will show will shine more than my personality at times but my personality and my work ethic c- kind of combined together um i know a lot of people in the over the past year they can't really be around me because of everything that's going on because i don't want to get into politics or anything or everything. No, I mean it's fine on. because uh, you know we're, we're for the drinking yeah. bros community, and and you know uh, everybody's kind of. Uh, we don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. You can wear whatever you want to wear, and not wear whatever you want to wear, which is what's fun about this show is that exactly. you can literally say it. And I know that you you left your former podcast because you couldn't say what you wanted to say, or actually you did say what you wanted to say, and they canceled you. Exactly. Ish. Um, <laughs> Uh, you, we don't cancel anybody for having any beliefs at all. I mean, look, we keep yeah. Boston Joe around here, and, and I don't agree with even 10% of what he has to say on a nightly basis. Not on the but, show, maybe behind closed doors. Oh. I'm not sure if he was hitting on me or where <laughs> uh, that's going. But, but my mom, <laughs> me and my mom had a conversation. She's like, why are you such a little asshole? I'm like, well, look at the bitch that raised me. Oh, man. And so she was like, why don't you just do this and this? I'm like, because you raised someone to... Not always jump off the bridge. Because one of her questions is, so if everybody was jumping off the bridge, would you do it? Mm. 100%. Mom's stable. I'm mom's yeah. stable. If everybody's and doing it and they're so living, I'm doing it because it looks like a great time. Look, I was trying to close out, speaking of your mom, I was trying to close out all these tabs <laughs> on my computer, and here's John Ham's dick right in my face. <laughs> this thing is a fucking hog, guys. He's He's got the Under Armour pants on. You can see the full definition. He's circumcised. He's circed. No doubt about that. You can see a beautiful head on that penis. Um, so so to close out the show, get on Google, look up John Ham's dick, follow What the Puck Podcast. Until next time, guys, this is Drinking Bro Sports Tailgate Legend Show. Happy birthday to you, Hockey Jesus. Happy birthday to you, Hockey That's Jesus. Me. Happy birthday. Shout out to all the moms out there. Hockey Jesus. I'm 25. Happy and birthday. Single? Question mark, question mark. Yes. And single. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs>